it a deadly vampire bat? No. It is actually a russet potato grown by Mrs. R. Smith of Pinkalo County. But the resemblance is quite eerie. <laughs> That's it? A potato? What did I tell you? Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching, Nick? Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching, Nick? Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And today we have a special guest with us, Jim. How's it going, everyone? And today we're going to talk about an episode of Doug called Doug's Bad Trip. The last episode on Nickelodeon. The last hurrah of Doug. And we, we thought Jim would be a perfect guest. Andrew and I both really love Doug. Um, yeah. But, Jim, I would say your, yeah. fan, your fandom is... I w- yeah, I would say so. It was definitely one of the first Nickelodeon cartoons that I really enjoyed and loves. Yeah. So, cool. this was a good time to join. <laughs> yeah. So, Doug aired Sunday, June 19th, 1994. Uh, and this is Season 4, Episode 13, Segment B. Uh, right after Doug's graduation. So Doug has graduated, and Part B uh, sends us into the sunset with Doug and his family going on a trip. Um, before we talk a little bit about the episode, I want to take you back to June 1994 and uh, set the mood. Some things happened that month. This is a pretty b- busy month in uh, in history. One particular event uh, was happening while Doug this last episode of Doug was airing. Uh, so let's go back. Um June 1st of 1996, the FX channel is founded, uh, so debuts. Um, one of our most legendary Supreme Court justices is sworn in, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> oh. the notorious RBG. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think the event most people would remember from June of 1994 is uh, O.J. Simpson, mm. the chase in the Bronco, uh, them bringing him in. Yeah, an hour and a uh, hour and a half of television that uh, two days later Doug had to try to rival. <laughs> um, that was happening. Pre- that's the chase was two days before the airing of Doug, but of uh-huh. course that will be like two years of, inter- of entertainment for America. Not inter- I don't know. I guess that's a weird word for it. But, um, the 48th NBA championship is played between the Houston Rockets and the New York Knicks. The Rockets win four games to three, so a classic seven-game series. Um, I included this next one because everybody sitting around this microphone is a big Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. breaks Babe Ruth's record for most home runs in the month of June. 31 home runs in one month. <laughs> Not surprised at all. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> Uh, we are all big fans of the Super Nintendo ver- first version of Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. Um, not so much the second version. <laughs> um, we've had many many a tournament, so big big Griffey fans here. Uh, there was also, at the end of June, throughout the entire West and Southwest, a major heat wave hmm. in June of 1994 of uh, temperatures up to 126 degrees. Um and then also, late in that month, Aerosmith becomes the first major band to ever let fans download a full new track for free off the internet. <laughs> wow, Aerosmith. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, these are the early days of the internet, right? Yeah. And so... Yeah. Jeez. A band just... Yeah. A, a band putting up a song and saying, download it. Must People must have just Mind been blown. like... <laughs> Took all week to download that. <laughs> Only eight more hours to go before I have jaded. (laughs) All right. Uh, Movies. Number one movies. I have seen all but one of these. And so, guys, you'll have to tell me Mm -hmm. if you could pick one of these movies to watch forever. (laughs) What movie would you watch from June? 1994 was an incredible year for movies. That is no no sarcasm in that statement. Um Okay, so for one week, the number one movie was The Flintstones. Loved it. For one week, the number one movie was Speed. Okay, classic. Uh, The movie I haven't seen for one week for number one was Wolf. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I ever did see it. I think it's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that. Um, But yeah, I I didn't see it. It, What shocks me is that Speed, both Flintstones and Speed were one week and then 
wolf. <laughs> Trump them? I don't know. Uh, and then lastly, for one week, The Lion King. Oh. Um, and then the next month, you have like Forrest Gump. Then after that, Pulp Man. Fiction. It was wow. it was just a crazy <laughs> summer. Um, okay, so Flintstone Speed. Nobody's gonna pick Wolf <laughs> and the and Lion King. What, you, what what say you? Oh man, I know this is a this is not the correct opinion, but um, <laughs> I think I would go with Flintstones. So oh wow! Great. Please explain this one. <laughs> I just I don't know how I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and confirm that is not the correct. <laughs> I just really, of those, I enjoyed that probably the most. And, I mean, I liked uh, Lion King a lot, but I feel like that's the Disney movie that, like, really hit with a lot of people, and Mm -hmm. it just didn't hit in that way for me, I guess. Fair enough, that's fair. Okay, fair. Jim? Definitely, I mean, I feel like a lot of the kids our age that grew up in that time definitely would pick Lion King. That was one of the favorites for me growing up, I mean... Like you said, I mean, that was like the first Disney movie that really just hit everything. It was perfect. Yeah. And it still holds up to this day. I mean, if it's on TV, it's still great to watch. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, <laughs> so we'll have we'll have some diversity here. I'm going to say speed. <laughs> right. um, although, like, I, will... I think that's more ridiculous than fun stuff. <laughs> I think, you know, I do think if, like, there there was, if a channel was on and the next three movies on were Flintstones, Speed, and Lion King, I think I probably would make a priority to watch Flintstones because I haven't seen it in so long and I'd be interested in whether I, it would yeah. still, I mean, I love John Goodman and... Really? It was done pretty well. I feel Rick like Moranis. it doesn't, it maybe, yeah, yeah, it doesn't even, uh, maybe get as much credit as it deserves. Like, yeah. they did a really good job of turning a cartoon world into a real world yeah i don't know and uh what's his name's in it from twin peaks yeah callum mclaughlin <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah as the uh jerk boss yeah um but speed is it's just a movie that's so easy to watch you got you got keanu at the height of his power Sandra. uh it's fast paced it is and, 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 <laughs> and um what's his name uh the, the bad guy uh yeah, who he's is? so menacing. Dennis Hopper. Oh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. He is so intense. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if it's the right pick, but um, <laughs> nobody's here to speak up for a wolf. <laughs> Maybe Chris will call in. <laughs> he would. He would. Find I'm a, sure he would find a way to defend a wolf. Oh, Turns out that's one of his top would, all-time favorite movies. The way somehow. he would defend it, I'd probably it would probably turn into yeah. my favorite movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's performance is nuanced. Uh, <laughs> um, and the number one song that month, all month, is "I Swear" by All for One. Okay, so great school classic. The room is not excited. (laughs) I swear. All right, so I hope that brings you back to June of 1994, where OJ's on the run. Uh, A bus can't go below 50 miles per hour. Sweltering heat. Sweltering heat. Uh, So, but let's let's talk about Doug's bad trip. Doug's bad. The last ever. Nothing like a a summer vacation episode to go right along with that hot summer yeah Yeah. really really set the mood (laughs) yeah um this uh for i really remembered a lot about this episode um i hadn't seen it in a long time but uh but i liked it um i think start right off the bat there's something very weird about this episode which is uh the opening sequence which is like very intense it's, it's like they cut episode. part of the end of the episode mm-hmm. and put it at the beginning to I it's guess, pretty edgy build. for doug yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, and yeah it's an screaming intent- at each other yeah. on the verge of colliding with a a truck a yeah, truck yeah. yeah 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 you think doug could doug yeah. possibly Last episode? Yeah, this is it right i wonder if the commercials at the time airing is like find out what happens <laughs> will the funnies survive <laughs> I thought it was an odd choice to still to put that it's, segment at the beginning. It's my least favorite thing about just right off the bat. It's my least favorite thing about the episode, uh, but everything following I think is great. Yeah, it it almost makes me wonder if I didn't see anything about this anywhere, but it makes me wonder if they didn't 
cut the episode too short mm-hmm. and had to fill in <laughs> a few extra seconds. But but there's so much gold in the episode to yeah. play around with. Yeah. It, Maybe they ran out of money last episode. They Could be, yeah. <laughs> That's where they ran out. Um, okay, so where we really start is in the Funnies living room, mm-hmm. where the dad is... Well, uh, what's the dad's name? Phil. Phil Funny. Phil Funny. He's presenting the family with a family vacation. A uh, family road trip, Man. excuse me, which he, is a, he was a classic yeah. kind of... Um, family vacation uh, trope or whatever. You, this, you could tell Phil has been dreaming of this trip. He's, he's got his checklist, right, with every time marked. Um, he has been... Should we, that, D- Doug is old enough. Judy is old enough. We're, this is it. He graduated. Yeah, yeah. yeah Doug you know, just, uh, the episode leading into this, the second part, the first part was And I like that graduation. the two parts, yeah. even though they there's no story in common, they feel really cohesive. Doug has graduated, and yeah. now you have this... I think every kid could... Though very interesting age, to me that the graduation really, wasn't the final Doug segment. It just yeah. felt very final. I, I like this because yeah. it continues on. It's almost like... Doug's continuing after, yeah. even after the end. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what I, I... I agree that graduation feels more like a finale, except I like ending with the family. I, there's something... I, I'll, I'll mention it throughout this episode. I, I think the funny family is more interesting than Doug's friends. I, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll go along with that. Um, so... This is a surprise trip to the Great Painted Gorge. Um, I, I looked this up just to see that yeah. there's a real Painted Gorge, but I don't know if the Great Painted Gorge is supposed to be the same thing or I, a fictional... I always just assumed it was a play on the Grand... Especially with that last shot in the episode, it really strikes oh. you as the Grand Canyon. Yeah, but... yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. Um, um, so, do you want to go over Dad's schedule? Yes. <laughs> I, I was, well, yeah, I like yeah. the... Well, yeah. I'd like to point out, I did uh, pause the screen, because sometimes <laughs> when, you know, cartoons or shows have lists, yeah. and they glance at it really quick, yeah. I like to pause it and just see what they actually have on it. And my favorite uh, list that Dad wrote down oh, yeah, uh, was Stargazing with Ranger Bob. <laughs> at the very it was the last thing they wanted to accomplish on this massive <laughs> trip. Night. Yeah. Um, so that was one of yeah, my yeah. Uh, little favorite little... So he wants them to leave at 8 a.m. That's the plan. And I assume get there the next morning in time for the 7 a.m. sunrise over the Painted Gorge Falls. Right. So this is like the drive, I guess, is one day. Yeah. Is what we're supposed to believe. Um, so then after that, the mysterious rattling rocks, which doesn't he, he covers up the time with his thumb. <laughs> um, at 12 noon, they're going to watch the... reliable guys are going off at 12 noon... Whistling cactus patch at four o'clock, sunset bat watch at six, and that's just then the dinner at Lookout Cliff, and then finally stargazing with Ranger. The Bob. only way to end it, <laughs> and that's just the first day, as Dad yeah. points yeah. out. So they got a packed schedule. So they got a there. <laughs> There's the no time to waste. Are high. There's yeah. no time. <laughs> okay, so um, they take off in the morning, all packed. Judy's being. Judy. Kind of annoying bringing their extra <laughs> luggage, but um, the very first and the very first thing we kind of like see them doing is singing um, like you know road yeah, trip the, the, type songs. Typical, like, yeah. this old man row row your boat. But uh, oh, that. Row That only that only keeps you in the game for so long. <laughs> that lasts about literally five seconds of the show before they've all fallen asleep. Uh, the Pete and Pete episode, uh, King of the Road, has a similar sequence where Mom is singing songs. Mm, yeah, yeah. It, it it dies. The uh, these are kind of companion yeah, pieces. Quite, yeah, yeah, they are. Um, so this is where things take a strange turn when Doug sees a sign. <laughs> For it. Capital I, <laughs> capital T, not the Stephen King novel. <laughs> we don't know what what this is going to be. Neither does Doug, and he he uh, has a pretty good time imagining what it might be. <laughs> this is probably my favorite of the imagining sequences. Um, I like the Polaroid at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of it. 
so the so the family it goes spelunking in some deep <laughs> cave, and they they're searching for it down in this dark cave, and then they come across a big wall that they can't get past, and it turns out that's it. <laughs> and, and the and the wall looks down, and I, I just want to play it here. Hold on a second, kids. Is that wall breathing? Oh God! I didn't expect you. <laughs> So apparently it has been waiting for Doug. One of the whole time. They lines. Uh, and they, they, they snap a picture together. Uh, so great fun in Doug's imagination. But as we find out, when they get there, it turns out to be a very big russet potato grown by Mrs. R. Smith of Piccolo County. The, the audio tape that's... I, I like this how this tape is says, like, um, the resemblance is quite eerie. But then I'm thinking, resemblance of, of to what? what? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, to Doug's uh, imagining of this? It just didn't make any sense. <laughs> but I really loved this stop. Yeah. Um, maybe my favorite of the stops that we make in this episode. Yeah, it's really but, good. Um a couple summers ago, I did a cross-country road trip, which probably has a lot in common. We were headed to the southwest to go to the Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, Zion. And you do encounter these things along the way, particularly in Kansas. I remember there was a, what was advertised as uh, the largest prairie dog in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of it kind of taunts you a little bit because there's so little to see. You're just driving through grass fields, and you're like, should we go see this <laughs> prairie dog uh and in retrospect we we decided not to because it would have as phil funny you know begrudgingly well there goes yeah you know, i, I, love, I love him crossing it, things just off just all yes. the yeah oh. getting real upset. yeah i was looking forward to this and in, got in, sidetracked in reality this. prairie dog town which is what it was called has since been closed because i guess there was such uh poor treatment of the animals there um. so i feel it would have been one of those moments where you stopped just like the funnies and you're like, what did we just drive out of our way to see? Um, But you missed your one chance. Yeah. There's, there's that thought in your head of, well, it could have been a funny memory. Um, I mean, you still make those stops. Yes. Tough call. As we know from this episode, it's a difficult call. You may have to sacrifice a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. These are lessons for Doug to learn. Yeah. Not for me so much. Yeah. You probably, probably saw some other amazing things maybe i would have stopped had i not seen this doug episode (laughs) you remembered back to this like is it a good idea oh man so so the dad just keeps uh crossing things off love it Uh, i just love him getting like really flustered with this and i can understand it because he's like really put so much planning into this meticulous even though his outline is on a (laughs) notebook piece of paper You get the sense that he's envisioned this in his head. Yep. And mom's, yep. meanwhile, like, kind of just uh, allowing it. Like, all <laughs> right. We'll trying give to stay positive. Yeah, yeah. I encouraging mean, you know, the kids. Yeah, I'm not saying it was bad. Yeah. But giving, yeah, giving them the chance to make yeah. mistakes. I mean, it was a family like thing, you know. Yeah. At, at um, first, you know, it was one of those first stops where, like, all right, I guess we'll travel out chance. of our way. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but soon we we take another risk. Um, <laughs> Doug wants to go to Bug Ranch. He sees a, a billboard for Bug Ranch. This and... one's seventy five miles out of the way, <laughs> which is no. That's no, no laughing matter. No, no, yeah. no it's not. It's, yeah, and it was one hundred twenty five miles. Yeah, it was one hundred twenty five miles out of the way. So these, are, yeah, these this are is full like, trips. This is, yeah, you could have just planned themselves. this. Is a commitment right here. So Doug, this time Doug imagines riding on enormous <laughs> bugs. The whole family yeah. on bugs. And roping them. And life. It's like a, yeah, essentially a giant bug ranch, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, of course, when they get there, they find out that it's a, like, display of regular-sized bugs in a glass case. Yeah. Pretty, very little to look at. Like an ant farm with, <laughs> with props. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Judy has some really, really funny lines. 
uh, here. here. Although, Dougie, the waterbug sheriff, looks like he has eyes for the mealworm school marm. Drama! Well, there goes the sunset bat watch and the moonlight hike through Copperhead Pass. Oh, but Daddy, we got to see the gunfight at the Roach Corral. Knock it off, Judy. No, really, Doug. The Katie Did Saloon Brawl was very exciting. Yeah, this Judy's action. just had it with Doug at this point. She is yeah. breaking. You, you know, <laughs> you know when Judy starts calling him Dougie. Yeah, yeah. It's, her, it, it's a very thin rope. Uh, it's a good... Um, this is a great family episode, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just the dynamic between all the family members I like a lot. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead. Okay. Um, although, for me, there wasn't enough... Pork chop, I guess. Oh, well, I, I mean, we're, we'll hit we're on coming, that we're later. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> it's an interesting development. Um, uh, but so yeah, so Phil has to cross it off. But but I I agree with you that I really love. I think Doug sometimes played with the family dynamic, but I thought it was a really interesting choice to have the last episode not only be just the family in a car, but it's kind of more sarcastic and. Uh, bitter than most yeah. Doug episodes. It feels definitely edgier. There's way yeah. more tension and uh, yeah, yeah, anger or something. Yeah, but one thing I'm not angry about is 90s Nickelodeon commercials. So it's a great time, I think, to take a break and check out uh, a few 90s Nickelodeon commercials. Think of all the mature, responsible things you could be doing: helping old ladies cross the street, proudly maintaining your yard, hanging with your folks. Or cleaning your room. But get real. You'd rather be playing video games. You can rent them from Blockbuster. They've got more of the coolest new Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis games for rent than anyone in the world. So dudes, why not get your games from Blockbuster? It's the mature thing to do. Sunday, it's Pete and Pete in What We Did on Our Summer Vacation, Nickelodeon's half-hour adventure that reveals how a burger, a killer bee, and an innocent question. Mr. Tasty, do you have any friends? Send Ellen and the Pete's on a nationwide manhunt to save the summer. Tasty. It's the adventures of Pete and Pete half-hour special. Tasty! What We Did on Our Summer Vacation, this Sunday at 12, 11 central, only on Nickelodeon. Those were... Let's take you back. <laughs> <laughs> those uh, those are uh, some pretty good ones. I, I know I'll be stopping by uh, the nearest blockbuster after. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Just that you mentioned blockbuster. That was a great time. This was like There's prime n- blockbuster years. <laughs> like you loved it. This was the only chance to see a lot of stuff. You started right. Friday nights running up to blockbuster. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. You're wa- you're waiting for that opportunity. In the ent- the uh, the. Ooh, the intensity of not wanting it to be late. You gotta watch. I mean, oh, yeah. you, or, you can't yeah. just lounge for days. And now, yeah, this was like pr- top yeah. dollar uh, late fee time yeah. too. I'm going to Blockbuster and I'm watching this tonight because <laughs> it, it's a red box. It's not blue. It's oh, due tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> forgot about <laughs> yeah. I think uh, they eventually quit with that. But yeah, the red yeah. box was what one night, two days. Yeah, and then the blue box was three. I think. I don't know. Eventually, they sure. had five, I think, five yeah. days. But uh, yeah, yeah, but okay. good times. So Buster. back, back to the funny. funny so now, roadster. now we come to like third pit stop. This time it's Judy's fault <laughs> that we end up at another one of these uh, tourist traps. This time, the famous Blythe Field. Tell me, Dougie, what's our next stop on our tour of Simpletonville? Visit the poetic Blythe Field. <gasps> What? What is it? Did you say Blythe Field? The Blythe Field? Yeah. What's Blythe Field? 
Only the most famous field in all of literature. Blythe composed his most famous poems there. Ode to a Flood, a Summer Sonnet, Ladybug, Ladybug, Fly Away Home. No, oh, just tons. It's 300 miles out of our way, dude. 300, yeah, 300 miles. <laughs> yeah. Which I think even Phil says. Which I would have gave up and turned right around. And said, yeah, I might have had it. to put my foot down there. <laughs> I mean, that's like, uh, if you're going 60 miles an hour, like a five-hour drive, just to get there. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Um, so this place that I didn't even, as a kid, I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't even know what was happening here. Um, but they end up at Blythe Field, and it <laughs> yeah. turns out to be like a broken down fence and like a rock with a plaque on it, basically. And right. that's it. Um, but Judy, but she loved is, every yeah. Ju- this oh, is yeah. a little different because I think she wanted it. to stay there. Yeah, and just, like <laughs> for her, in, yeah. for her, this was a great one. This, <laughs> this is the only one that turned out well for somebody. Yes. Yeah, that's a good like point. A good yeah. this is, it's like a spiritual moment for Judy, where she's in the grass. Uh, she was in her element. Yeah, even when it starts raining. Judy starts waxing poetic. I love I love this line here about the rain. Let's go, family. I'm getting soaked. Oh, rain. So infrequent. So fickle. Let's go, Judy. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we go over Blythe's poems that she lists in the show? Did you note know these? I did. Would you Come like... Right. Would you, did would you, you note like... any of these? Oh, no. I mean... So let's just, just hitting them real quick. Ode to a flood, a summer sun, ladybug, ladybug, fly away <laughs> home. Oh, Gloria with hair like granite. Yeah. Hello, sky, tumbleweed sonata, hi-ho coyote, and horny-toed lament. That's what I had, yeah. Boy, they really, <laughs> when I started, when I started noting these, I thought it would be three probably. Yeah. They really and then really they noted. just kept. <laughs> of those poem titles, which intrigues you most? Ooh. Which poem would you want to read by the famous poet Blythe? <laughs> I think it's probably Tumbleweed Sonata. Something about that really, uh, yeah, really clicks with me. I think I, it's O oh, Gloria with hair like granite. Yeah, Just I, those very those evocative. <laughs> Her granite hair—that's yeah. an interesting word to describe someone's hair. Yeah. Jim, any feeling? Uh, I think I would probably go with Horny Toad Laments, just because <laughs> it just sounds... It's an interesting sound. In- yeah. <laughs> I would like to see where they would... A sad toad, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so Blythe Field is another... To, oh, to wow. everyone but Judy, it's a bust. Yeah. Uh, and even as a viewer, this is the one that, like, I felt frustrated with, because at least yeah. Doug's were still attractions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as a kid, especially watching it, like, Doug's were kind of interesting, at least him imagining them, yes. but this one was the... This was like... <laughs> a field with a rock. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that was the point, to, like, yeah. really get the viewer to be like, this is getting going too far. As an adult, though, the, listen, there's no excusing the 300 miles, but as an adult, it probably things. has the most historical significance of the places they're forced to detour to. You mean... To. Fictional historical significance? Yeah, I don't in, think this in, is real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. In the Doug universe, something like, actually yeah. happened in this space yeah. that was of importance, even if it wasn't to the funny family. Um, I, I don't know why I'm saying. going down this yeah, road. Yeah, I, I just, uh, there's very few things that I would venture 300 miles to check out, yeah. especially kind of blind, I mean, I not would, quite knowing what right, you're getting. Yeah. Um, but so. After this, the family is at odds. <laughs> this is the most intense I think I've seen the family. Yeah, yeah, the whole show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, screaming at each other. Yeah, total meltdowns. Doug uh, tells Judy to shut up. That yeah. was, a, that was this, an intense yeah. moment. They really went for it on this last Nickelodeon episode. You've definitely never seen the funny family in this state. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've been aggravated with each other and a little shouting, but uh, Phil is really screaming. Yeah, he said I mean, enough. He's flying on the freeway. The rain's coming down. We should pull over. We have to make time. We're going to see that gorge. This is all your fault. My fault? You don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, shut up. Doug, what have I told you about... 
we're back now. Yeah, back to, to that the, flashback. Yeah, to that intro thing that was going on. Them on the road, raining like crazy. They're skidding around the road, and <laughs> they almost run into, get into an accident while because of their fighting, yeah. seemingly. Yeah. Um. So it kind of gets resolved though, like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's fine. You know, they do that thing. Are you okay? Are you yeah, okay? They're yeah, all, yeah. Now they're all check. This is where it starts feeling more like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. They're all checking on each other. Yep. It's a little more sentimental, yeah. but the, the tire is stuck. So they've avoided the truck, but this is, this is right where dad though is like, had it. He's like, defeated. he can't even fight anymore. Yeah. He's right. just, he's broke. He's done. This yeah. Is, yeah. He's they, about to walk to the ga- closest gas station. Who knows where it is? Yeah, they've ruined they've ruined his trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Doug decides. Well, maybe maybe we can get the car unstuck <laughs> he, after he all. Up on right our there. Own. He yeah, just... he he f- started feeling bad. He's bringing it all back home. Yeah, um, and this is where something very interesting happens. Do you want to? Oh, feel where this? Uh, pork chop yeah. finally makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Which I found completely just odd that he just out of nowhere. Yeah, it 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 didn't even. I feel like it didn't even feel weird originally seeing it, but now it's like especially like they didn't even mention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in the back seat. He must have been on the ground somewhere. The trunk or trunk? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but he's brought back to press on the gas pedal of the car so it just a ridiculous why would they, yeah why would they opt for the dog <laughs> to be the one in control of the vehicle i mean pork chop's a pretty great dog but yeah he did a lot of good but yeah i mean i liked seeing him for the three seconds maybe that you see him in this episode yeah. but very odd like a last minute yeah i wonder if it's because it was the last episode they just wanted like, to find yeah, a way to we... work he's part of the family yeah we got to work him in yeah. somehow so they do get out. Porkchop helps them get out of the hole, and then, t- by some, <laughs> I'm not sure if this works out, how this worked out, but somehow, they end up finally at the Great Painted Gorge. Yeah, the sky at sunrise. The sky glares. <laughs> yep, yep. This beautiful sunrise over the gorge, and there they are. I don't know if this is supposed to be on time or like an additional day out or something. You know, they. I guess they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a real sentimental ending. Look! Dad was right. It was the most amazing thing we'd ever seen. And he was right about something else, too. It really did bring our family closer than we'd ever been before. That's what it's all about. You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's about the funny family. They hit it. And, um,. I I really liked the the score they played under it, which was the it's the Doug music, but it's like almost cinematic. It's it's the most cinematic I've ever heard them do any music on the show, uh, and it pulls out, and you just see the family kind of with arms around each other, looking at this. Yeah, I have to admit it's a great final image. Yeah, um, as much as I thought the other episode, the graduation was maybe more of a traditional finale mm-hmm. uh, this is a good final you get a look at the funny <laughs> yeah. family yeah workshops running around yeah. like excited <laughs> it's a there is a harsh contrast though if you watch the end of the episode they like i mentioned they have this music playing that's really beautiful and soaring <laughs> and then it cuts to the end credit song which is doug just oh, shouting <laughs> pomp and circumstance hold on i'll play <laughs> So I, just I think that was... might be Chalky, but... Oh, Chalky, but... yeah. My bad, my bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. That is very weird. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to just say that I love the... Um, I love a lot of the backgrounds in Doug. Mm. Like the watercolors yeah. that they have. And this last background of the gorge is a re- particularly nice looking one. Yeah. So, I like to... <laughs> Anything else about the ending? No, I thought, I mean, at the time, we didn't know it was... 
I guess the last yeah. episode. Yeah, so, I don't think yeah. those were. Looking back at it now, it's I think it's the perfect way to end that run. Yeah. I wish they would have stopped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I at the time, I guess when they originally brought it back to ABC, it was exciting, but it wasn't the same. Obviously, yeah, they did some odd, questionable. They made some odd choices yeah. with that. Um, but no, overall, I mean, if I had to give my rating. We'll get to ratings. Uh, not <laughs> Jim's getting antsy in his pantsy. All right. Before we get to ratings, we got to get to a few other things, which means it's time for bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Hi. This is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Sweet, sweet tones. <laughs> Um, so I looked up, uh, a couple of, or one of the lesser known, um, I, to me, voice actors on this, which was Becca Lish. She did Judy and Mom, the feed, Fida Funny, that's her name. Um, and she's done a lot of voice work, um, but she was interestingly in Witches of Eastwick Mm -hmm. and Louie as a flight attendant. Oh. I can't. I mean, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but yeah, who I, she would be. But yeah, yeah, I think it was like a, you know, a brief character. But yeah, uh, but interesting was, to know she kept. She's been doing stuff and ended up on there somehow. Yeah, and I wasn't aware that Judy and the mom were voiced by the same person. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, so I looked at the production end of things. Uh, the director of this episode uh, is someone by the name of Myrna Bushman. Uh, they directed four episodes of Doug. Others include Doug Clobber's Patty and Doug's Halloween Adventure, which is, uh, I, I think, another good yeah. one that we may talk about in I October. I can't wait until we get to Halloween. Yeah. I love the October's going to be a, I think October will be a fun month. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Myrna also uh, had has done art on other shows, but really isn't credited with anything since the early 2000s, mm. so... Um, she directed the episode, but Doug is seems kind of like her big thing. Uh, and then writer, the writer on the show is um, a guy named Alan J. Higgins. He wrote 18 episodes of Doug. Uh, some other ones that I noted were Doug's Garage Band, which is a great Classic. one, uh, and Doug's Worst Nightmare. Um, Higgins has also worked on some really notable shows. Uh, he worked on the John Stewart show on MTV, uh, but he did nine episodes of Malcolm in the Middle. Wow. Uh, he worked full time on news radio, mm. uh, and he is the, I would say, head writer on Mike, Mike and Molly, which is mm. a pretty popular show. And I saw that Will McRobb, who is the creator of Pete and Pete, he was the story editor on Doug's Bad Trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so some bios there. Any trivia? Um, I have a couple things. Did- well, one thing actually. Did you notice um, that this was the last time Doug was voiced by Billy West? Yeah. Who is? If you don't know Billy West, he's in <laughs> every cartoon you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, most famous for for what? I don't know. I, every. I, I mean, mean everything. literally everything he's yeah. in. Futurama is probably the big one for me. Yeah, Fry. I guess. Uh, yeah. He sounds most like himself, I think, actually, as Fry. Yeah. Um, Ren and Stimpy. Oh yeah, pretty yeah, much course. every Nickelodeon show. Pretty um, much, a- practically, really any cartoon yeah. ever. I mean, so he did Doug, but he did not move to a, a ABC. No, he said he wasn't interested. No. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so I can respect that. What's that? Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. Just yeah. No. Sticking to your guns. As yeah. George, Cust- uh, as George and Jerry would know, right? <laughs> yeah. Go on behind yeah. Leave on behind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Um, that was pretty much mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he also voiced Roger, uh, so last time he would voice oh, Roger yeah. as well. In the graduation part. Yeah, like Roger. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, in that episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we know, after that, two years later, Doug would move to Disney, uh, where they would mutilate it and leave it for <laughs> dead. <laughs> um, Alright, and then Stray Observations. We talked a little bit about the the poem, uh, the poems yeah. that Blythe wrote, which are good stray observations. Yeah. Uh, one thing I 
I was looking for were the books Judy was reading in the car, mm. which had some humorous names. Did you catch any? No, I didn't. I didn't look. No, I didn't. No. Uh, so as they're on the card ride, Judy keeps switching between books, uh, but the three that you can catch the title of is La Art, <laughs> French Guilt, and Ancient Beatnik Myths. <laughs> So that's that's Judy's uh, car reading. I think this is a really strong episode for Judy. Yeah, Um, Yeah, she shined. I think she may be the funniest in the episode. Yeah, there's not too many episodes that are like all about her or that feature her prominently, real prominently. This is a good one. Um, Okay. Um, I just had the only thing I had was the name of the moving truck that ran them off the road. Did you catch that? I didn't. Uh, Ooh, good trip. Oh yeah. (laughs) It is Sloth Moving Company. Ooh, okay. I want. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. that has any significance. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see anything else about it. But. That's a good one. All right, and ratings. So IMDb gives this episode an eight point six. Again, Ooh. it's hard to distinguish whether that's oh yeah yeah the grid that yeah. lumps graduation in, but eight point six is still very good. Uh, TV.com gives this episode a nine point two out of ten. Oh. so. Um, this... Is, that, is that for both two as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, but either way, those are both really high scores. Um, yeah. So it's time for us to say what we'd give it out of five Kreb stars. Well, um, I, I thought it was a strong episode. Still not my favorite Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I ended up at three and a half out of five Kreb stars. Okay. I think you, just you know an I'd, average average Doug to you a little above average a little above average uh, but not a sta- real standout for me I guess yeah so I'd definitely give it a three point five it definitely wasn't one of my uh, favorite episodes of Doug but I thought it brought the whole series to a perfect close mm-hmm. yeah so I don't I, I couldn't go any higher than three point five <laughs> I just. Uh, all right. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll do our top five Dugs, and you can yeah, uh, definitely you can chime in and let us know. Um, I gave this episode a four point five. Wow. It's one of my favorite. Ep- it's one of my favorite episodes oh. of Doug, <laughs> which is why I uh, put it up for consideration. <laughs> um, yeah. So four point five. Uh, some of the things I really love about this episode is I love that it's a story centered around the funnies, which is something I don't think Doug did enough. I like that it's out of Bluffington uh, pretty much the entire episode. As we've noted time and time again, it happens all outside. Uh, This whole episode is pretty much dug out of his element. Um, And it's kind of the family faced with, like, the quirkiness. So, like, now the family is faced to endure Doug's imagination and (laughs) what he thinks reality is. And you can kind of see how... Stupid! They all think it is, <laughs> uh, which doesn't normally happen. And I, I would say it was more common for them to be all annoyed by Judy, but we still get kind of a taste of how different everybody in this family is. And um, so, I, it's just no rhyme or reason. It's just an episode that, for me, when I think about Doug, I always kind of come back to it. Not because it's the last episode. I just love the scenario. Yeah. Um. I have a weak spot for the Southwest in our country. I think it's uh, beautiful. So, um, very. That's a very strong high. rating. I yeah, mean, I know. I know. I know. It's on. It's on. It's our second four point five. So you yeah. get vacant. Yeah, lot you're of right. 4. You're 5. right. I thought the vacant. Yeah, I thought vacant lot was a bit stronger than this episode, mm-hmm. but but to each his own. Yeah. All right. So that uh, brings us to the end of bios trivia. Ratings and stray observations. Um, what are we doing next time around? Uh, next week we're going to be doing something a little different. We're going to look at our, i, our like ideal Nick family yeah. kind of. Pick your Nick. Pick your our Nick favorite yeah. brothers, sister, mom, dad, and pet. Yeah. Um, so well, Andrew and I, uh, and we may be joined by Chris. Uh, we will try to conjure up what we think is the ideal 90s Nickelodeon family hodgepodge you can pull from any show 
I think it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Um, cool. Um, well, if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at BOC Podcast, as in Big Orange Couch Podcast. Again, thank you to all the people who have been tweeting following. at us and yeah, following. It's we, we really appreciate that. Uh, you can also listen to us on Podbean or iTunes, which I'm assuming this is how you're listening to it. Uh, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that'd be cool. Uh, it's always helpful if you're willing to tell a friend about the show. And speaking of friends, Jim. So uh, Chris brought up on an earlier <laughs> uh, podcast episode, yeah. uh, who would be your friend, girlfriend, and enemy? So I'd like to kind of chime in yeah. on my own. All right. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> For a friend, for me, I'm, you know, a guy's guy, and I feel like Michael Malley and me would be Michael Malley. Really out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the box. He brings it. He's a sports guy. I mean. A host. This, yeah. Me and him would be best friends forever, for sure. I could see us at the poker tables, gambling. He's just always upbeat. So I feel like for right. me, that right. was yeah, uh, interesting choice. That was an easy choice. <laughs> okay, wow. I didn't oh, that's really think about that one. It just popped in my head right away. Wow. All right. Girlfriend. I mean, this was. I had f- good time thinking about this one. There's a lot of <laughs> options. How good of a time? <laughs> a great time. I thought back of all the good memories. <laughs> so I, I I narrowed it down to three, to my top three, but then I picked. Uh, okay. I picked one. Okay. I mean, the obvious. Alex Mack, I think a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, but, Bre- guys touched yeah, but on it before. Brett and I have already claimed her, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I can move on. I've got some other good options. The second one might kind of shock you. Okay. For me. Wait, Mo- you picked two? <laughs> I picked. Well, you're my top three. But top then, three girlfriends? But he but narrowed my, it down to yeah, one. I narrowed okay, it down okay. to one. Okay, 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 okay. Mo from Guts. <laughs> okay. Double yeah, I, I, Guts. Jeez. Oh yeah, double guts. The, I'm whole, hip. the whole guts. Fan I know is. you. I know you won the guts versus, but I'm just really happy Jim was not the judge. <laughs> I think we'll put it over top. I love accents. That uh-huh. accent really just. Okay. She was. I'm a fan of mom. Yeah, cute girl. She rocked the short hair really well. Uh, but my number one was Summer Sanders mm, from Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was good out. So she you're was, really you're really repping the game shows. Definitely. She, she was, was like the older the time, woman at the time. The older time. woman. Yeah. She yeah. had that Olympic swimmer body because she was a swimmer. <laughs> yeah, but she was always wearing like some baggy polo. But I mean, when you're, yeah, when you're what, 12 years old, 13, your imagination kind of. <laughs> oh my God. Really cut that out. <laughs> you could beat that out. Nope, uh, that stays. <laughs> but that was definitely my number one. Okay. Good, so, good choice. Okay. My enemy. This. Yeah. This is completely out of left field here. It couldn't be crazier than Chris's uh, Gary. (laughs) Well, yeah, that was kind of out there. But the more I watch Are You Afraid of the Dark, the more I'm kind of getting Oh, my goodness. I like... Wait, you're getting Gary? I get Chris's issue with Gary. Hmm. He is really full of himself. Oh, my gosh. I think that he just needs to be, like, the one... He's the one bringing this whole thing together, so... So he thinks. So he's got to be a little serious amongst all these crazy kids running around. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, uh, let's, yeah. Sorry, Jim. Oh, that's all right. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, I would have to go with Sam from Clarissa Explains It All for the main oh, reason. Enemy. Enemy. Wow. You can't trust any guy that throws a ladder up and climbs up into a girl's window. That is part of like the charm of Clarissa, though. Yeah, that it, he, he yeah. never had. He never. Ha- he didn't have ulterior motives. Yeah, there was one episode where they like went out at a date or something. But it was but it really that was the whole part of it. Was like he was like this friend that was a boy. It was just an interesting. As a man, if, if I was the dad, I'd be like, if you want to come and see my daughter, at least come through the front door. Don't be climbing up the side of my house. I don't know when you're coming up there, you know? Oh, that okay. just that just wasn't Mr. Darling's style. He yeah. was a laid back yeah. brainiac. <laughs> Alright. Well that's uh, that's a pretty good list. Yeah. 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 I thought thought that was pretty solid. Uh 
I guess also, if you don't mind, I'd like to chime in on the guts verse <laughs> legend yeah. in Temple. Yeah. Just a quick Love few points. Here. Sure. For me, I would have to pick guts. Just because you're on your own, no teammates. Mm, you like the. This is do or die. <laughs> this is you're going for glory. This is, you know, it was sports related. I love sports. That's one so. thing we didn't talk about was the team versus the just being on your own the whole time. Yeah. If I'm yeah, going to fail, uh... I'm going to fail on my own. I can't, I don't know. When you walk into those studios, I don't know who they're teaming me up with. That was, True. You know. The Temple Run, I always did feel really bad for the kid who had to stand there and watch. That, that's the thing. Yeah. You travel all this way, and what if you were the second person, mm. and they take forever, and somehow they waste the yeah. whole time, you don't even get to run. Mm. I always hoped they would let the kids go through it when the show was over. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's true. But... Doubtful, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, the aggro crag. That was every... Ah, the aggro crag. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm... I know versus is over, but I'm just, I'm really in disagreement with the aggro. The aggro keg has a cool name. It's memorable for spouting stuff in the air, but I, the temple run is superior. I, I understand. I mean, but the prize, I, take yeah. your skippets, your gax, your tripsto, wherever. Vermont. Vermont. In Bush Gardens. Give me a piece of that crag. Yeah. I would I know you mentioned yeah. it was on eBay for fifteen hundred. I would never sell it, even if I was poor. That thing would be with me wherever I would go. I, uh, you would walk into my rock. house; yeah. it would be glowing right when you walk through. Yeah. In retrospect, I so I disagree on the Agro Craig being better than the Temple, but I well, Andrew the, really did sway me on. Uh, I do. I think the Craig is. It's just a special thing to win yeah. from ni- from nineties Nickelodeon yeah. to be walking around with an aggro crag in your room. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just wear a shirt that says "I'm the coolest guy." On Earth. You probably got any girl you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> you became the coolest kid in the school. Yeah, that was it. You're the champ. Yeah, yeah, but, well, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess also real quick, maybe you guys <laughs> can touch upon this about like a future episode, but talk about Lori Beth Denberg. About being the last figure it out contestant, she always crushed those poor kids' dreams. I think we need more time for this, but you're absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah. Lori that Beth was... on Figure It Out. Lori I, Beth. I've... Lori Beth is infamous. She toyed I guess. in Nick, in Nick, all of Nickelodeon. As yeah, far as you I'm could concerned. tell those adults really played around so the kid could win yeah. whatever yeah, the next they, prize oh, was, and she you, she was licking her chops. <laughs> To destroy that kid's she kid. She was, was not messing around. If she wanted to, you know. It was like we got end to, it. We got to end this. This kid can't win this. Listen, trip. we already gave enough prizes. <laughs> yeah. Just... We got to get Lori Beth in here to <laughs> crush the... this kid's dreams. They went to the uh, bullpen and they got uh, they got the Mar- Mariano Rivera of uh, figure it out. <laughs> well, uh, not a bad list idea to talk about. Like the most hateable. Oh. Yeah. characters, even that though be... she's just herself in that show. <laughs> that could be a two-parter right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Oh, yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's fun. Hopefully, uh, we do it again. Yeah, for sure. Very good. All right, guys. Until, uh, see you next time. And I swear by the moon and the stars and the stars I'll be there Like the shadow that's by W-A-R-T Ward